So, daddies, we back at you with another episode of The Working Actor. You can't believe it. You won't believe it. Guess who I got in the studio? Kim Akia is in the studio with us today. I'm super excited. We're going to talk about commercial work. See, as an actor, there's different types of work and, you know, same industry, but you can approach it in a different way. Feature films, non-scripted, scripted, you know, commercial work. Yeah. So I really want to bring you in today specifically so we can talk about the commercial side of things. Okay. We've been talking a lot about TV and film. Yeah. We've been talking about all aspects dealing with actors, but particularly, I want you to talk about this commercial world. Okay. So all what right. got you in the commercial? Like, you could have went in any different <laughs> avenue, and I know you explore other avenues, mm -hmm. but why commercial? Well, it wasn't intentional. Mm. Okay. So it definitely was not intentional at all I didn't even realize when I got back into acting so I first started acting when I was like 14 years old 14 I, yeah 14 Ooh, that's, when <laughs> that's when I took my first acting class and I started doing like some local auditions and stuff like that and okay. then I got out of it for a little bit went to college and then when I was in college I was like reignited with like being an actor again so gotcha. I did some background work and things of that nature and then when I graduated college I'm like you know what I want to you know a couple years working in corporate America I'm like I want to do this like see if I can do this as a career so Ooh. I just was that scary like really stepping out like all right I'm gonna post this <laughs> most people are like of course I quit my job I they basically take this leap of faith yeah so in that process of taking your leap of faith what what was it that kept you like all right I can do this was it a parent was it just somebody you knew who encouraged you to like keep it going though um, I think my mother has always been supportive mm. of my creative endeavors. So that's gotcha. number one. My father, when I was younger, always told me I can be whatever I want. So that just Come on, Dad. stuck with me. Um, and then, like, you know, my family and friends, like, everybody was supportive when mm. I said that I'm going to be an actor. Like, nobody was like, oh, no, you shouldn't do that or anything like that. Mm. So I'm like, that reinforced in me, like, I feel this on the inside, but also people, they see something right. as well. So I'm right. like, okay, so right. I think I'm on the right track. So yeah. I think it was a mixture of those. And I, I'm very determined. You know, we're Taurus. Come on with it. Come on, Taurus. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm determined. I'm determined. I got to get Focus. it done. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I'm going to try this out. And yeah. so when I started to become an actor, I took headshots. I went to do some acting classes. I um, took acting classes at Mariska Phillips. Hey, come theatrical on. Theatrical prep in New York. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm the hair. And then... Um, so I took acting classes there, and then I just started submitting myself yeah. on Casting Networks and Actors Access, and I noticed that the commercial work was the work that I started booking mm. first. Um, and then my mother had a commercial agent, and she referred me to her. Gotcha. And literally a week after I signed with her, well, I was it was like freelance. Once like she started submitting me, I booked my first national commercial with her. Woo! Yeah. So, so national commercial. Yes. That's, that's yeah. a mouthful right there. Yeah, yeah. National commercial. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you see me, you know, like you yeah. don't see me. How is that being on a plateau like I'm on a national commercial? Because financially, I know that it's different from being on like a local TV show yes. or something like that, you know, independent film. How is that? Because royalties are involved. How does the dynamics of the commercial world play out? Yeah, so there's two types of uh, commercials. There's okay. union commercials and then there's also non-union commercials. Right. So you can book a non-union national commercial. You can book a union national broadcast commercial. And that mm. is like six figures, residuals. I mean, that's okay. that's the money maker Talk like actors like if you're mm -hmm. in the commercial world that's something that they strive for like yes. you want to get that national broadcast TV spot that sounds like all state commercial yes. or, or state form. progressive uh, like all of those what's yeah. his name on yeah. state form oh yeah your Jake. boy J yep, yeah, Jake, Jake on yes. state yes. form yeah, Jake okay. is, Jake is <laughs> he's making that paper you yes. definitely believe yes. it yes. So. Samuel Jackson what he's doing yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. and a lot Good of those stuff. the celebrities that you see now on commercials they're on contracts they're on like multi-million dollar contracts so that's like a different ball game from the regular working actor yeah. um, but like you know so I booked my first 
first uh, non-union national commercial. And so basically with non-union, um, it's a buyout. So what a buyout is, is a lump sum of money that you, they give you up front versus so, union is residual payouts gotcha. over a certain amount. So those commercials are more like a flat rate, like you said, a buyout, the terminology for it. Yes. So so let's let's just hypothetically say I get booked for a non, non-union commercial. Mm-hmm. I would get... They say, hey, this rate is twelve thousand, mm-hmm. right? I would get that. I don't get any residuals. Now, when you say residuals or royalties on it, do you mean every time there is a commercial with me playing, I don't get any from that? So, okay, so when we go talk about union commercials, there's mm-hmm. different types of residual payouts. So you have a cable okay. payout, you have a network TV Man, payout. Man, I, I want okay. one of these payouts. You have different cities, they mm-hmm. hold different weights, and they pay out a different amount of money. Wow. So you have new media. So it's like there's different types of residuals when you're dealing with union commercials. When you're dealing with non-union, they're going to be like, okay, we're going to pay you $12,000 for two years or $12,000 for five years. And then after that two-year or five-year, um, if they decide to renew it then they'll give you another twelve thousand dollars makes sense so i think this speaks to the importance of having an agent Mm -hmm. right or a manager that can help you navigate to some of these you know what deals should you be taking so what how did you approach it was it i know you said you know the agent agency of someone new that was your end with that but how did you approach in terms of like really learning what should i do in this case versus this case because some of them you i would think you have turned down right Mm -hmm. Yes. So, okay. So before I became an actor, I actually worked in advertising on the commercial side. So I was paying actors that were working in commercials. So I already had a well, yeah, I knew the commercials contract. Mm. I knew how to read SAG after contracts. Mm. I knew the amount of money. I knew the different type of cable payouts. I knew the the 13 week cycles, the holding fees, like all of that jargon and knowledge. I already knew that before I came an actor. So it just, it's just a, not a coincidence, but it's just so Mm. happened that when I became an actor, now I'm in predominantly commercials, and I just came from yeah. working in advertising under the commercials like department. Wow. So yeah, it was really interesting. So I, that's where my knowledge mostly yeah. came from. But then, like as you go along, you start to just learn. Like you're reading the casting notice, the breakdowns, yeah. and you're looking at the buyouts and the terms. You want to pay attention to that. A lot of actors don't. So right. I would say stay away from in perpetuity because you don't want to be mm. um, sell yourself out forever. That's what in perpetuity means. Yeah. Don't. Don't book a job that's like $200, $300, and they're going to have, they hold your likeness forever. That's what in perpetuity means. So I want a lot of actors to kind of like, don't do that. And don't be desperate for the work. Like, oh, it's $300. I can pay this. (laughs) Oh, my God, it's $400. I can go on vacation. No. Stop. Like, because in the long run, you know, say, for example, um, today you book a job. It's like a thousand dollars. It's an in perpetuity for like Home Depot. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go do this. I need that a thousand dollars. Right. Maybe five years from now, Lowe's has a union commercial. Right. They want to pay you $125,000. And there's going to be, it's going to be playing on cable, mm, TV cool. networks yeah. in all the major cities. That is, that's six figures, like yeah. residuals that you'll be getting for a few years. Like every yeah. three months, you get residuals. Let me ask you this. You can't do it, because guess you, what? Yeah. You're, you already yeah. did the Home Depot. They're you already, yeah, you already yeah. committed. Yep. Do you think some of the corporations are now leveraging that perpetuity? Because I find when I look on some of the breakdowns, a lot of them are are, are wanting you to buy in like that, like scrape fee, flat. Is that kind of like putting other actors who are looking for not the buyout, but I want all the money as far as the residuals on that? Does that kind of affect them? Um, well, I it's think it's kind of like somebody, you know, selling something for a lower price right. and then it hurts the market on the other end. Yeah. I think that a lot of companies, because we have this internet new media mm-hmm. age and the broadcast TV network commercials, those are kind of like 
a dying like they're like dinosaurs like yeah. not very rare to get it you know yeah <laughs> not very rare but they're not as yeah. popular like prominent at Understood. like in today's day because of the internet and so a lot of companies are saving money by doing digital commercials yeah. new media commercials yeah. and they can say okay we want to run this on the internet for six months so we're going to pay this actor two thousand yeah. dollars you know so what i would just say for actors is look at the brand okay if it's like a a, a brand that's not really going to conflict with any other major brands like mm. what type of industry is it look at the industry okay yeah. if it's for like a a plant company or whatever that is located in south florida okay then you probably <laughs> can get away with doing that you right. know so you know <laughs> right. so because the conflict might not come up later you know if you have a union project right. that so comes. where's the starting point because I, I mean definitely i think we advance to a broader scope of like how the industry works in terms of the union non-union and the financial but where's the starting point would you say even though your starting point was a little different than most people listening maybe mm -hmm. but what would you tell people listening that want to be a working actor specifically they want to work in the industry of acting but on commercials what is the starting point other than your starting point that you would suggest or recommend they start with well what i would recommend because we have this whole new like um tiktok yeah. and instagram and stuff like that you could kind of do the influencer route if that's something that works for you yeah. um to get into commercials because a lot of brands are partnering with influencers now and putting mm. them in commercials and having them make commercials little digital commercials on their page and they're getting paid big money for big that money, huh? so that's you if you want to go that route that's your type of thing then do that i would then say if you are the working actor type get an amazing headshot you want to get a really good like award-winning commercial headshot mm. and so you want to research the best commercial headshot photographers in your city yes um and then once you have that headshot and i'm telling you it has to be award-winning you have to gotcha. do your research and look at other commercial headshots that are actually people are booking people that are mm. in commercials okay once you have that headshot then i would suggest you start self-submitting if you don't have an agent already start self-submitting on casting networks and actors access every single day start submitting mm. for commercials and there's lots gotcha. of commercials uh, on both of those platforms so that's, that's where good. i would start that's good. I like what you said because you prefaced it. You said, if that works for you. Yes. And I love that because it gives the liberty that's already there. Yeah. You know, because I say right now, society is pressuring us a bit. Mm -hmm. for social presence yes. where everyone feels like I gotta tap dance yeah. I gotta show you what I'm doing what I'm eating yeah. and it's like I ain't doing yeah, all that yeah I ain't doing it either but if you if that's what you, <laughs> you do, do and then you want to do you it yes, do that, you should I, you should yes. you should maximize yes. your exposure yes, right I agree so I love that you understand like hey you know to each his own and the headshot, I feel like you're saying, is representation comes first. Yes. You know, you yes. have to present yourself so that way when they do see you, it's alluring. Mm -hmm. You know, yes. I could see him or her yeah. in association with my brain. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's a competitive yeah. market. Yes. So you have to get a head uh, headshot photographer that knows how to take commercial headshots, not yeah. just anybody. And don't be skimpy. Don't like spend $150 on a commercial headshot. Like, no, do your mm. research. And if you have to spend a few, a couple, a few hundred dollars to get a really good commercial headshot, then yes. that's what you need need to do Understood. if you're serious about booking and commercials man check out my new headshot so, coming soon no. <laughs> yes coming soon man kill them told me hey level up get you a better headshot brother yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's basically what i'm hearing it's a translation yeah 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 but that is that is dope because that representation piece is something you can't get away with. Mm -mm. You have to bring you have your to. best version of you to yes. the camera, whether it's on film and television or it's in the commercial world. It still applies the yes. same. Yes. So that's just refreshing to hear, you yeah. know, because yeah. that's something we're in control. Mm -hmm. We can mm -hmm. control that. Exactly. Right? Mm, come on with it. Mm -hmm. So what you have in your headshot, right? 
you got your headshot, you're submitting every day. What do you think the attribute that an actor or actress would need to really thrive in a commercial world? Is it diligence? Is it self-confidence? What do you think that this element I think we should build on? What is mm. it for you? Well, it's very similar to TV and film. Like, yeah. you do have to be persistent. You do okay. have to just keep going. Like, yeah. you know, if you're self-submitting or if you have an agent or a manager, take every audition and appreciate that audition and mm. do your best. I mean, commercials can be very silly sometimes and you look at them like, really? Oh my God, I feel like doing like this is stupid. But you know what? Find the imagination in it. You know, find the the familiarity in it and just have fun. That's what I do. Like if it's something that's just totally ridiculous, I'm like, yeah. this makes no sense. I'm like, okay, we're gonna have fun and mm. just play. Yeah. Literally. And with commercials, your imagination is everything. Like you okay. have to really tap into your imagination. You have to see things that are not there. You have to be doing all types of crazy things, but also stay grounded and conversational because that's another thing with commercials today. They're more conversational yeah, than they that. were in the past. They were kind of like cheesy, I like you know, commercials in, in the now. past, but now they're a little bit more. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> I be watching commercials. I be like, this is funny. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. So, so, being that the work comes and it's different, like yeah. what work? I know you you yourself just said like pretty much you get into the work regardless of what it is. Yeah. But what is it for you that you pieces of work you got like? Oh, I like this. This is it. Is it the comedy? Is it the drama? What is it for you that you really feel like this is something I like doing as far as commercial work? Ooh, as far as commercial work, I had an audition a couple of months, and I actually had a callback for it or whatever. Okay. It was for a virtual reality commercial, and like mm. I literally mm. would have had to be in a green room with all the things plugged Ooh, into look me at you. and like doing. So I like things that are like out of the box. Yeah. You know, um, I auditioned for, I had a callback for a real estate commercial, and I just had to play a villain. And so <laughs> in the callback, I had to literally. You played a villain. Yeah, I had to play a villain. I yes. could not see you being a yeah, villain. Oh, I could be a villain. Okay, okay I could be a villain. Let's <laughs> and action. <laughs> so in the in, in the callback, the director asked me to do five totally different scenarios of me being like a villain. It wow. was like the and it was in like at home, you know, mm -hmm. because it was like self tape. And it was just like after I was so exhausted, but I'm like, oh my gosh, if I book this, this is gonna be so much fun. Yeah. So I didn't, but it was fun. I yeah. Doing the callback, yeah. Yeah, you so found the fun action, in it. Action yeah. and sci-fi, just things that are different. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's really dope. That's really dope. I love sci-fi. Um, I love action stuff. Mm -hmm. Commercials for me seem very fast. Mm -hmm. So things that are fast like that, I love that you're still talking about creative details. Mm -hmm. You know, because sometimes we look at things that's smaller and we kind of like don't put as much as our training into it. Is it important for you to still say, even though this is four lines, I'm going to put my all into this. How do you prep for commercials? Is it a bit different from how someone would prep for film and television? Well, yeah. So you do need to uh, take a act, uh, commercial acting class. I would mm. recommend anybody who wants to also get into commercials, gotcha. not only get that headshot, but you knew, you do need to take an on-camera uh, commercial technique class. So gotcha. there are techniques, um, like holding certain products and how you have to sort of react to, uh, you know, imaginary characters. You can't hold no Coca-Cola behind you. No, you can't be like... You, you, this is a Coca-Cola. Or if you have the it. lipstick, you can't be like the whole... Mm, you ready to do our commercial? Yeah, you yeah. Ready? Yeah. This is Coca-Cola, and we love Coke. 
Oh, this is good. This is good. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> I love Who did it. that book? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so, so some of the techniques. Mm-hmm. Give me three things that you feel like are really critical that you have learned in a technique of going for these commercials. And you, you mentioned one, like yeah. product placement. Product placement, okay. how you hold a product. Understood. I also think improv is important mm. uh, because there's a lot of improv where you, you know, you're dealing with kooky, maybe silly characters, but you still have to stay grounded. Mm. So sometimes you have to sort of just play around with the scene. Gotcha. To end. So That's improv cool. comes in hand. So, <laughs> like so you that. can just think on your feet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I think the other one would be uh, just imagination. I said it earlier. But really, yeah. I, I think people struggle with imagination, which is really interesting because with TV and film, you still are living truthfully under imaginary circumstances. Mm, that's right. But I've talked to a lot of actors who have a hard time doing that in commercials. Because wow. I think that they're so much in their head and they're like, oh, my God. I am inside of a bubble on a beach. Like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? How, what? I don't understand what am I supposed to do here? Like, you know, but yeah. if I gave you a scene where you were walking in your house and you, you know, had an argument with your husband, you would be able to do it. Right. It's just, they should both, you should be able to do both. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Simulating reality. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you should be able to simulate. That's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. That's good. What was your favorite experience on a commercial? Like, was there any particular commercial you like that commercial right there was my commercial? Oh, that I that I booked or yeah, like, that you book. Oh the man, you book, oh my gosh, like, this one is the one. Oh man, I don't think I have the one, but okay. I mean, I have a few experiences. Like I booked a Sesame Sesame Street industrial commercial that mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Okay, that was such a blessing and an honor. Such a classic brand, and they were great. That's classic. That's classic. <laughs> um, Oreo cookie, Oreo, Oreo fins. On. That was inter- That was that was very interesting. I got to actually Oreo, go home with Oreos. Doing? So basically, I was in the boardroom, and when I took a bite of this Oreo cookie, mm. like it transported me into the opera, the ballet. Like mm. so, I'm not at work. I'm like you know doing yeah. extracurricular activities. So I took a bite, and I'm like, ooh, it just transformed me. Then you see a ballerina, she comes across the table or whatever. So, yeah. Okay. So that was that was fun. And I got to go home with Oreo cookies. So. <laughs> yeah, the bag. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, baby, I got so Oreos. We got Oreos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I ain't cooking dinner tonight. Because <laughs> we got Oreos. <laughs> right, right. For real. So that was fun. And, I mean, I feel like I've had fun on all my commercials. That's good. Yeah, I can't really be, you know. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. So I got a lot of actors that I be around, and none of them are in the commercial world. Okay. Like, And you said it's competitive. Do you think some people are deterred by it, by the commercial world? Do you think the commercial world brings different challenges than TV and film? Or what do you think about it from your perspective? I also think it depends on what market you're in. Okay. So I did primarily my commercial career started in New York and it was just a lot of commercial work there and as well as LA. LA has a huge union production uh, commercial life going on there and there's a there's a, a small amount of union commercials as well but it's predominantly non-union in New York and then here in the South mm. it's predominantly non-union. Understood. So I feel like from my experience of being here in the South I feel like a lot of actors are not really aware of the importance of commercials and how commercials work and that commercials are a part of acting. Yeah. Um, the, you know, there are commercial classes here, but I don't really think it's like not really advertised and put out there. And like a lot of actors don't have that education like they do in New York and L.A. Like mm-hmm. you can make a full income off of doing commercials like that can be, you know, support you in yeah. while you're pursuing TV and film. Like, you know, you get a lot of exposure, you get to network and a lot of directors and producers, TV directors and film directors and producers on their downtime. 
they direct and produce commercials. So it's mm. really, really great. A lot of people don't realize that as well. Um, so I feel like in the South, it's just been, I, I've noticed it's a little bit different down here because the education is not there. Like when you mention commercials, people don't really, people kind of like yawn or just like, it's just like, oh, okay. Right. Like it's not really a thing. Um, so, but there are the, the top three uh, major agencies down here. They do have commercial departments. Um, so I feel like maybe that's where the bulk of the work is coming from. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Gosh, gosh. yeah. You, you mentioned something about, you know, what side of the market you at, LA, Atlanta, New York, are all different to yes. some degree, uh-huh. right? Right now, Atlanta, Georgia, pretty much is booming for the tax incentives. We mm-hmm. know that. Just all the productions are coming here, but mm-hmm. a lot of stuff in development are not happening here. Mm-hmm. They're coming here for the production to take advantage of the tax incentives. Mm-hmm. So knowing what's going on, I think is critical because mm-hmm. you're trying to navigate an industry that has strategy of finances. They're moving based on money. Right. And so you got to understand right. how it works. Right. So right. I think that's really key that you mentioned markets. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. So yeah. you got to know the markets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also because it's a right-to-work state, the right. union is not really strong down here. So more of the union productions are in L.A. That's right. It would have made sense for them to come here. That's right. That's right. You know, so. And, and that, that, that's a good point. It gravely affects us in mm-hmm. that manner because mm-hmm. then that shifts where th- those opportunities for those union yes. jobs are, yeah. meaning a higher budget, yes. higher payout. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so would you suggest... Uh, people being in that market or is it just having an agency or a manager that's soliciting you for work in those various markets? Um, either or. I okay. mean, you could look at you, you look at yourself and say, hmm, do I really want to pursue commercials heavy? Do I have that look? Am I booking yeah. a lot? And whatever. Hold on, let me ask you a question. Yes. Do I got that look? Yeah, you do. Oh, okay. You got that look? I can see with a blue shirt. Yeah. Blue shirt? Yeah. Somebody give me a blue shirt, man. <laughs> I don't want no more green. I'm only wearing blue shirts from now on. <laughs> Yeah, I can actually see you in a Best Buy commercial, like for real. A for Best like, Buy, y'all. Hit, yeah, hey, send us the Best yeah, Buy. Yeah, it's just like Best Buy just came up. Yeah, okay. So, mm-hmm. I'm shooting for Best Buy now. Okay. Don't play with. Okay, yes, yes. Six Give me right National now. commercial. Six. You, golly, you call. That's it the only out. way to do it. That's if you want to do way. it, you Let's might as well go. do it, right? Come on, right? Man. Okay, yes. I love it. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. So with these commercials, though, like, are you tensed in auditions? You know, like for me, I audition, you know, like you said earlier, you didn't book something, something you do book. How does it feel for you? Because commercials, some of the scripts are shorter, right? Mm -hmm. And so the turnover is quicker. You just get it in, get it going. Mm -hmm. Do you still feel the pressure of, I didn't book this one, or will I book this one? Because we feel a lot of pressure for the film and television. Mm -hmm. Do you feel Um, that same pressure? At this point, no, I don't feel it. I like those days are over for me. (laughs) I mean, I've been doing commercials for so long. Like at this point, like when I get a commercial audition, nine times out of 10, I look at it. And Mm -hmm. even if it's something like wacky, crazy, I know how to do like my, like Mm. I'm like, boom, I know what to do. I can put myself on self tape. I don't need a reader. Like I I know how to, I direct my own self. Wait a minute. Let's just pause. Yeah, I do that. We're going to take a minute. (laughs) You say you don't need a reader. Yeah. Most of them. It just depends. Like if there's heavy dialogue, yeah. or I'll I'll get a reader. But if it's like one line or something like that, oh, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be my own reader, or like Understood. I'll react to it, or like because I've done it so long, I feel like it's just it comes natural to me. So Understood. I don't worry, um, and I don't stress about it. I use my imagination. I put my skills to the test. I have fun, and then I let it go. Yeah, like I have let other things go. going on That's in my life. I can't be stressing out over that. She said, "Let it go. Let it go. Let, let it, go. it go. Yes, let it go, y'all." Ooh, yeah. that's a jewel. Yeah, because we carry it oftentimes, yes, right? Yes, yes, yeah. Because let's be honest, like uh, uh, Erica Badu said, I'm sensitive about my shit. Mm-hmm. 
artists we, we're sensitive and not only about what we put portray and put on the screen but we got other responsibilities and obligations attached to that moment mm -hmm. and then we bring all that into an audition mm -hmm. but i like what you said let it go yeah let it go because you can't make it happen right no you can't make it happen <laughs> and that's the thing like you can't control if somebody's yeah. going to book you for their commercial yeah you can't control that you control what you put out your mm -hmm. talent you're showcasing your talent and it's all if you are passionate about it and you have fun with it and your intentions are good yeah. it's going to come back to you someday it may not be that job but it'll come back to you but i can't stress over because this ad agency doesn't want me as their leading lady for the coca-cola commercial that's not my problem understood <laughs> so ideally you know hypothetically speaking yeah. who would you choose as a brand to be the brand ambassador do Ooh. all their commercials who would you oh choose God. That is so interesting that you mm -hmm. said that. Ooh, mm -hmm. put me on the spot. Put me on the yeah, spot. Yeah, let's Ooh, go. What oh, my God. Okay, I got to think of all my favorite brands. Oh, my gosh. What brands do I freaking... Okay, I love Apple. Okay. I'm a, I love Apple. Um, who else do I love? I love uh, 14 Hands Wine. That's my favorite wine. <laughs> Come um, on. So, I would definitely be their brand ambassador. Um, I love um, sushi. So sushi? Like you a, like sushi? Okay, sushi. that's yeah, what's sushi. up. Yeah, so sushi. I'll be a sushi ambassador. Um... I'm trying to think what else. Uh, maybe like uh, some of my favorite makeup products, like, okay. you know, um, yeah. Yeah. That's good. I'm trying to think, yeah. Probably, yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's what's up. I I'm I'm gonna roll with uh who you say Maserati said. like oh Maserati let's yeah, go let, let, like let, let, let me sit with you when you do that yeah, one let yeah. me sit with you yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah. you need background you need background <laughs> even if I ain't got no lines then let me sit next to him the Maserati yes that's yes. good mm -hmm. that's good I could definitely see that Maserati for yeah. the Apple and all mm -hmm. that you know what I'm saying yeah a lot of our listeners are tuning in to hear about commercial work and I think you have really talked about it thoroughly but I want to close by giving them something from your perspective what would you give them as a takeaway. As a takeaway, I would say if you want to be in commercials, number one, get into a really good on-camera audition class, commercial audition class, uh, on-camera commercial class. Um, then you want to take an award-winning headshot that's industry standard. Research your photographers and make sure that they are commercial headshot photographers, okay? Gotcha. And then start self-submitting on Actors Access, LA Castings, Casting Networks, and just start putting in the work. Yes. And building your resume, building your reel. I appreciate you coming in. I feel like you have added tremendous value to the actors Thank that you. are watching and listening so they can have the information that they need to move forward. Mm -hmm. Come on. Yes. Hey, there it is, man. Thank y'all for tuning in to The Working Actor. Once again, another special guest coming in, dropping juice. Stay tuned for the next episode of The Working Actor. There it is.